0: welcome to coffee talk with your host i'm the man let's talk about it i'm sick of you being rich
1: and you still mad let's talk about it you know what i'm gonna fucking knock you out you know i am done talking all i just need is some a buddy to show up but to be
2: the man you gotta beat the man and i'm saying woo,
1: right here um, you were you were an amazing uh, trash talker in your day and, and still are to this day. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking to? talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Hey, guys. Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on... Why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day, to joined the Patreon, reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster, and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just, tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football, uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or three o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty, I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of pause the podcast now, Join the Patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.
0: All right, we are live. It is week ten of the NFL season. Thursday night football has happened and it was very fun to watch. I had a I had a blast watching it last night. Did you did you watch it last night, Kyle?
2: Yeah, it was uh you know a little bit of a nail biter of a first half for me. As if you listen to the, the Fabulous Big Bet this week, you knew I liked them Colts to get in a point or two. I got him at two. Um, I got him at one. Then I saw him get to two and it doubled down on my bet there. So, yeah, they ran away with it in the second half. And that's that's sort of what I expected. I just figured this Colts D could handle the Titans offense. And I didn't think the Titans would be able to get enough pressure on Rivers to make him look, you know, every bit of 38, 39 or 64 or whatever age he is these days.
0: Yeah, Rivers looked his old self, and it was awesome to watch. Naheem Hines had a really good game again. That man is a baller. Uh he's a league winner if you have him. You know, he's gonna continue to get touchdowns. And uh Jonathan Taylor, man, for dynasty purposes, you gotta hold him. But we're gonna talk about our flex players, our QB starts of the week, our running back starts of the week, our wide receiver starts of the weekend. Maybe we'll touch on tight ends, probably not. Uh I know Kyle has a name, so we'll we'll touch on a tight end or two. That sounds a little wrong, but um <laughs> Let's let's move on to our quarterback starts, man. <clears throat> First one I'm gonna talk about is is an obvious one. It's Drew Brees versus San Francisco. San Francisco's defense is banged up. Just j- he's gonna do what Aaron Rodgers did to them. So that's that's one of the names that I'm gonna say. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce it over to you for your next one.
2: So yeah, I got I got one sit and well, I got a couple sits, but I got to start at every position for the week. The quarterback start of the week is Drew Locke. Drew Locke is chucking it downfield at an astronomical pace right now. And he's going to go going against the Las Vegas Raiders this week who have not done a good job of shutting anybody down. And the weather there should be beautiful. Uh, again, if you, if you watched or listened to the fabulous big bet, you know, Memphis is on that over. Therefore I'm on the over. Cause when Memphis drops a big bet, I am on it because Memphis is killing it with them. Um, so yeah, drew Locke this week against the Vegas Raiders. That's my start
0: hmm. He's he's one of my guys who's a DFS bargain. You can get him for very cheap on DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, so he's a quarterback that I would be playing. He, I think I'll have a top five finish. Um, my next one I want to talk about was Tua versus the LA Chargers. This is a big matchup. Justin Herbert versus Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I think that Tua is very talented and, you know, without much game tape on him, he, they're going to be able to do a lot with Tua and he's not going to be, it's not going to be like, it's going to be a very strict game for Tua, but the LA Chargers are going to be guessing at every single throw he does because they don't know what he, what his tendencies are yet. Whereas the Dolphins could probably figure out Herbert's tendencies. I'd expect Tua to have a good game and he's a DFS bargain as well for me. Um, next name is Jared Goff for Seattle, just because he's playing Seattle. Uh, that's a big start for him. He's He should have a good week, but, you know, who knows? Maybe Pete Carroll just locks down for one week a year against the L.A. Rams and just destroys them. Uh, what it's do you think about Geragat?
2: I love it. Did you hear, uh, apparently Pete Carroll had a soundbite after the Buffalo Bills game last week about how he had this great defensive game plan for the Bills if they came out running it. He must have no idea what's going on with his defense because he should know by now that they can't stop the pass. So maybe he should figure out how to stop the pass before worrying about the run. I don't think it's going to happen this week, especially with the Rams at home in uh, what, what is likely to be a shootout that over under is like, you know, mid 50s. Um yeah, I'll be starting Goff in a spot or two. Um and then and then the 201 I love as well cuz I'm on that Chargers Dolphins over this week as my big bet. So, yeah, I love the yeah. starts. Let's uh, move on want to your sits. sits. Yeah. I want to hear. so it. here's my sits. Uh not not that he's been great, but yeah. Mm. Matt Stafford is uh is definitely a sit this week. It looks like Kenny Galladay missed practice again today. I the the over under is off the board. Uh, everywhere I look. I want to say when I saw earlier in the week it was like mid forties. So this does not have the makings of a shootout. This Redskins front seven will get after Stafford. And mm-hmm. if they're without Galladay, I don't think it's you know maybe I, I think I still like the Lions in this game, but there's so many more so many so many better options. Um and then another another potential sit in one quarterback and two quarterback super flex probably not sitting them is Deshaun Watson. This this game over under opened at like fifty three or so on uh, on Monday, and it's already down to forty seven and a half on my bookie because the winds <laughs> I don't know what they are expected to be at this moment, but I, I think upwards of thirty to forty miles per hour, and that will make for an ugly keep it on the ground check down. Turnovery type game, so if you yeah. if you got a, a golf lock or two uh, out there, you're probably looking at them over to Sean Watson this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to agree with you on that one. I think Cindy Stafford's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Another name I'm going to say is Kirk Cousins because they're going against the Chicago Bears. Uh, he's going to get <clears throat> under probably 200 yards, but he's going to have a couple touchdowns. Uh, he's not going to have a QB one performance. Expect. The the heavy run game with a heavy play action to Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith. Um, Irv Smith is my tight end start of the week. Uh, little little spoiler for you guys there.
2: Um, only only uh, issue there is um, somebody somebody in the Patreon just dropped this is he, Irv had either a limited or sat out practice with a groin. So keep an eye on that. Otherwise, I was mm-hmm. about to write down Irv until I heard that in the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Thanks, to whoever gave us the heads up. Um, yeah. So yeah.
0: Dang. I didn't know about that. Uh, uh, Hawkinson's out with a toe injury. He did not practice yesterday. So that's another name to be he pra- he uh, practiced careful today though. <laughs> He practiced today. That's good news that I'm starting him yeah. everywhere because that man has the yeah. safest floor in football. Um, and then we'll move on to our running backs because I don't really have a QB sit other than Kirk Cousins. Uh, my running back start of the week is a Washington Redskin, but he's not your guy. It's Antonio Gibson. This is one of my favorite rookie running backs. And he's going against my one Detroit of, Come Lions. on, he's he's your favorite, you know it. He is my favorite. Uh, you yeah. know, right right behind DeAndre Swift, maybe, but mm-hmm. he is my favorite rookie running back. That's not on the Detroit Lions. Fire Matt Patricia, and he's gonna have a good game because he played wide receiver. He can line up at wide receiver. You know, what can the Lions not stop? Is crossing routes, and that is one of the things Antonio Gibson's great at is just getting a crossing around and taking up field for 40 yards. And he's going to do that consistently against the lions because that's what Ron Rivera is going to game plan. Um, Do you want to touch on the other running back?
2: Yeah. So I'm also going with somebody in the Washington football team backfield, JD McKissick. He had 14 targets last week, nine receptions that's 38 total targets over his last five games. Gibson has been good, but they haven't given him the keys to the third down duties yet. Uh, that's that's McKissick's role, and he will get those checkdowns. He will get the design screens. Uh, it's it uh, they do use McKissick and Gibson on the field at the same time too, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this and this Lions defense is the worst in the league <gasps> as as it comes to um, giving up points to fantasy football running okay. backs.
0: I, I just want to say. There was a stat today that I saw, and it said that the Lions against NFC North teams when they're running the ball is the worst in the NFL. But when they play a team that's not inside the NFC North, they're one of the better teams against running defenses, which I don't understand. I don't get that. Maybe it's just because the NFC North is in their head. But
2: Well, that's inter- it's interesting. That's funny because I was talking on the Big Bet this week about, like, you know, Memphis and I to- always talk about, like what a number means and so like a total number or an average number is a story about a bunch of numbers but it, like you said sometimes you have to look beyond the numbers yeah look you're playing you know in the NFC North you got Dalvin Cook Aaron Jones and when he's healthy David Montgomery who's who's not a top tier running back but as far as you know if you're telling me he's the third best running back in a division like that that's you know that's that's three relatively let's call him Montgomery. He's probably a top 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then you got, you know, Aaron Jones and you know Dalvin Cook's in the top three or four probably. Aaron Jones is in the top six, seven. And then you got another. So that, yeah, I, I, I buy that. Uh, but I'm still on I'm still on McKissick and Gibson this. Oh week. yeah. Yeah.
0: I started I started JD McKissick last week. Um just putting out there flex master over here. Uh but I think JD McKissick is also going to have a good game. And for my other start of the week is DeAndre Swift against the the Washington football team. I think that he has seen increase in snap share and he's going to see an increase in targets this game because Stafford is going to get pressured a lot and they're going to just do some dump off screens to Swift. And for PPR, that is good news for Swift. So I think that Swift is going to have a more substantial role against the Washington football team. We might see some Adrian Peterson because that's his old team. But I think Swift is a good start this week because he'll get you at least 10.
2: I love it. In uh, I, you, I'm sure I probably tagged you in the trade, but in one of my – so I'm in three dynasty leagues, and the one that I have a shot at, I just moved Ezekiel Elliott, who's on a bye, and Frank Gore in the fifth. So, you know, uh, Penny's over there. Zeke and Penny's for uh, DeAndre Swift and Sterling Shepard. And, mm. you know, I, I think it's only a matter of time before Swift's value is greater than Zeke's in – Oh, yeah. football there's you know I I still think like Zeke hasn't been himself this year whether it's the O line whether it's Dak being injured man mm-hmm. that man had covid I you know we have a small sample of NFL guys who've gotten it at this point but I I won't discount that so you know maybe he bounces back next year but they you know they and they haven't even figured out how to get him really involved in the offensive scheme which is ridiculous because he's one of the highest paid running backs in the league um so yeah getting yeah, 100 million, million. Yeah, let's get let's get Swift going this week. I got him in a few spots. Yeah. I, I, I
0: just traded for Swift as well in, in a league that I just joined, and this is the trade I did. Raheem Mostert, Chris Godwin, and Aaron Jones was the side that I traded away. So there's a lot of names there. But I got back DeAndre Swift, two 2021 firsts, Keyshawn Vaughn, who's a play for 2021, and then Devin DuVernay, who's just a question mark. You know, he was just a throw-in. So... I think that, you know, that's a good trade for me. I can reload my team. That's an orphan that I took over. Um, I love Swift. So he's my running back start of the week. And then my running back sit of the week is going to be a Wayne Gallman versus Philadelphia. Guess who's coming back? Devontae Freeman.
2: I don't think he is. <laughs> is he not? <laughs> he's, he's, he, didn't, he didn't practice that. He got downgraded. Dang, man. I it's a good it. thing you got me on, Maddie yeah that's that's why they gave me this title down here Mm -hmm. I get to uh
0: so maybe you can start Wayne Gallman with confidence if he if uh Freeman's out but you know he's still a name that I'd be hesitant about because you know Philadelphia has just been a a decent team you know this is the and they're getting
2: healthier their defense is getting healthier their offense is getting healthier
0: yeah. Fletcher Cox was banged up at the start of the year, but continued to play through it. But he looks healthy now, and he looks like yeah. the game monster that he used to look like. So, uh, my could be a, a start, but we don't know.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. If, if Freeman's out, I'll probably start him. I, have, I think I have him in. You know, my uh, my rebuild that Memphis had me on the contract. He's one of my running backs, and I, honestly, I might try and just move him to somebody who needs a running back this week for any future pick just to get something out of him. Cause I don't think he has any long-term dynasty value, but otherwise, you know, I'm happy to start him this week. I think he'll gobble up some targets out of that backfield. Like he has with Daniel Jones the past few weeks. Um, my sits, you know, one, one is, this seems fairly obvious at this point. I think Joe Mixon is going to be a sit. He, I don't think he practiced today. I think that just came out. Uh, and that's a tough matchup against the Steelers defense anyway. So, you know, Bernard probably will still do well enough, especially in DFS. Cause he'll be cheaper you'll probably still get a return on your investment there but i would i would hedge my bets against that steelers defense and then another one that i don't know he he's probably not a sit but i would like you to hedge your bets on or hedge uh, your expectations on this week is dalvin cook mm-hmm. you already talked about you know that being a tough matchup for the vikings on monday night against the bears defense uh the bears are pretty stout against the run and the pass this year um, so, you know, it, yeah. it just, you're not going to get the RB one overall numbers this week, probably, but there's, I, I think, it, you know, if the Vikings get down, they'll get them involved in the passing game. Like Kubiak usually does. Um, so yeah, that's what I got for you yeah, at running back. It's, I, you know, I'm looking at the games this weekend. Like there's a lot of teams where it's like that, like the Niners, the Seahawks, um, who else? Uh, like all these teams where you're like, I don't even know which of these running, like the Ravens. Like who? Who do you even start out of some of these bad? Yeah, the Chargers. Like, it's one. so. Here's a
0: name. Here's a group of names that I would not start this week, and it's the Miami Dolphins backfield.
2: There stay away are. from
0: them. I would stay away from the Chargers backfield as well. Yeah. Um. I would stay away from the maybe Philip Lindsay. I would probably stay away from him. Um. But a name that I'm starting with confidence is Zach Moss. I continue to drag this guy through the dirt. At the start of the season, I did not like Zach Moss, but this guy's continued to be productive the last three weeks or two weeks now, and I'm starting him in a couple leagues that I have him in because why not? He's been productive, and I'm going to put him in against Arizona, who is not one of the better teams against the run. So I think Zach Moss could have a touchdown or two uh, mm-hmm. in the red zone, but he's going to get some carries, and he looks better than Devin Singletary has. So yeah, he's, a, he's my last start at running back. Love it. What do you got for us at wide receiver? Okay, wide receiver, Deontay Johnson at Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals, not a very good defensive team. They traded away Carlos Dunlap. They don't really have much going. Deontay Johnson, when he's healthy, has gotten over 10 targets a game. Uh, Deontay Johnson is a start this week, must start for me, Um, as well as Chase Claypool. Uh, They're both going to eat, I think. So I would start both of them with confidence. Uh, That is my take for wide receivers. What are you going to say?
2: I got got one in – Oddly enough, I stayed within that game. Uh, Tyler Boyd—he's gobbling up targets from Burrow. He seems to be quite the security blanket for him. And yes, the Steelers defense is good, but they are not necessarily great against the wide receiver as far as fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, inside, they, inside wide
0: receivers, the inside slot wide receivers yes, eat like yes. the Steelers.
2: Yes, and you know, the 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 Cincinnati Bengals are going to be again like they have been almost. The entire year, except for uh, their win against Tennessee and then maybe their tie against the Eagles, it's going to, it should be a negative game script for them. And Burroughs, you know, been thrown it roughly 40, 45 times a game, I think. So, you know, I think Boyd's going to be a good piece of that offense.
0: Staying within that game, my wide receiver sit of the week temper your expectations for T. Higgins. Do not think he's going to blow up this week because they're playing the Steelers who have a great secondary. Uh, within the safety position so they can cover deep shots. And, you know, T. Higgins is a great deep shot wide receiver. Tyler Boyd, like you said, is the inside wide receiver, and he's the one who's going to get the most production this week out of that game. I would temper expectations for T. Higgins unless he can break a big play, which I doubt he can against this defense because that pass rush is nasty and they'll get to the Burrow quick. For sure. Um, My next start, I'm going to go to a game where you said maybe – to temper your expectations because of the wind jarvis landry versus houston i like jarvis landry a lot he's not a guy who's going to get deep shots he's a guy who's going to get slants and over the middle passes and it's windy so you know the ball they're not going to throw it far so jarvis landry should get a lot of targets this game and he should eat um i like them against a banged up houston defense uh houston's not been the best team this year, but they're getting better after they fired Bill O'Brien. I'd see Jarvis Landry probably going for about 80 yards and maybe a score, but in PPR formats, he'll have like 10 catches and 80 yards. So that's going to be like 18 points for you. So I'd be starting Jarvis Landry with confidence this week.
2: So I'm, I'm standing that game for my sit of the week in Will Fuller uh, for (laughs) basically the same, but opposite reasons you're, uh, the same weather reasons and game script, and um, lost my train of thought. Yeah, though it, he's a, he's a downfield guy for Watson, and I think it's going to be tough to get the downfield ball going this week. So, like you said, you know Landry is a guy close to the line of scrimmage and a bit of a security blanket for Baker probably. Whereas you know Watson likes to take shots downfield, especially to Fuller, um, and I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of that accurately this week Mm -mm. if if the weather stays true to its current word which it doesn't always do Mm -hmm. we know that
0: and i'll give you guys a dfs bargain jerry judy at the las vegas raiders he is very cheap uh for a elite wide receiver i'm gonna call him that right now because his route running is that good um he he's going
2: filthy on tape, man. Yeah. He, <laughs> he does the quarterback bad. Oh my god, I love you that. Saw that's, that like, one? that's like, you know, takes me back to like the, you know, high school flag football days, like whatever he could could do. Like or like the fake the fake like quarterback scramble and like fake throw even though you're way past the line of scrimmage already. Me and oh, my yeah. buddies used to do that. Um, I love that. Yeah, I love to throw the arm up like he's going deep and just made that corner look and then makes a oh, comeback.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's it's great. I love that. Um and so that's my DFS bargain bin for you guys at wide receiver. Do you have anyone on DFS that you want to touch on at wide receiver or should we move on to tight ends?
2: Um, You know who I, I was on last week that I was wrong about, but the process was right. It was Cole Beasley. It was a mm-hmm. John Brown week. And I think John Brown it has been limited again this week. So I think Cole Beasley could be a guy again this week.
0: This um, man continues to show up on our show sheet. Don't. Dude, do this know man why. He's good, man. This guy is so underrated. And speaking about underrated tight end position, I'm moving on to them. That's Jimmy good. Graham has eight targets in the red zone. And for a tight end who's aging, you know, against the Minnesota Vikings. Guess, you know, I think TJ Hawkinson had a tight end uh touchdown against them last week. So I would see Jimmy yeah. Graham getting a touchdown this week. So Jimmy Graham's a tight end that I would be starting. Um, like do it. you have a tight end that you'd like to start? this? I don't want to touch on that former Lion, so I'll let you touch on him.
2: Before I go, so my DFS wide receiver I just pulled up because I knew I had a cheap one uh, from from when Memphis and I chatted Wednesday night on the big bat, JaKeem Grant. Ooh. Preston like Williams out for the season, or he's uh, maybe not out for the season, but he's on the IR for the Dolphins. He looked pretty good after Williams went out. Grant that is looked good after Williams went out last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Chargers defense is atrocious. High, you know, I, I'm on the over here if it's the weather stays nice in Miami. Um, but yeah, moving ahead to tight end, Eric Ebron. Who? E- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't love it. just just, I don't just, a, love Lions it. just uh, a Lions fan. Just a Lions fan. Should we bring up his athleticism, Maddie? That you probably heard about every day for like four years, just waiting for that man to uh, erupt. And Do you know has. how much I
0: wanted Aaron Donald. I was so upset we took that stinker over Aaron Donald. But I will digress my my rant there, and I'll let you continue with Eric Ebron.
2: Yeah, um, eh, not much to say other than this uh, this Bengals defense is pretty much bad against everything. So I just think he, he he's a, uh, you know, he's a nice flyer. He's a cheaper DFS options. If you're looking for a little bit of a, a dart throw with some upside, I don't know. I think he's, let's see, I'm going to filibuster for a second. As I look up his, I'll just out. talk about
0: Eric Ebron. He's been used all over the field. He gets targets where, wherever they are, you know, it doesn't matter if they're inside the 20 or if, if they're playing with inside the hash marks, you know, he's going to get targets. He gets uh he gets targets because of the wide receivers getting open. You know, he's great for that reason. I think he's going to have a good week as well. Um, I just don't like Eric Ebron as a person. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, who who you got for a sit of the week then?
0: Tight end sit of the week. I don't know. I think everybody. You know, tight ends <laughs> are just rough this year.
2: Yeah. Um, I might
0: get a- got the Chargers. I think like uh, no, a- I like
2: him as a start this week with uh really? Remember remember what he did last year after Preston Williams went down?
0: No. I I I just know that he's a freak athlete who's better than Ebron at athleticism. He
2: he went he went off when Williams but again that was with Fitzpatrick and that wasn't mm-hmm. with Chan Gailey. So, yeah, yeah. Not not a I'm not I, I just traded for just like
0: I just traded Tyler Boyd for Gasicki in a second, so I'm hoping Gasicki has a good game. But you know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous yeah. about starting Gasicki, so that's my gut feeling. Is that, that it's just a little nervous when I start Gasicki this week. Um, but he'll probably have about ten points in a good game. So
2: yeah. But um, yeah,
0: you're you're a tight end set of the week.
2: Yeah. So again, maybe maybe spicy, may, maybe not. Mark Andrews um, has not had a great year to date. Uh, regardless, you know, last week, I think we saw Nick Boyle even get involved a bit. I think, uh, Nick Boyle, my Nick Boyle is one of those guys who like, I feel like you could throw him into a lineup on any given week. If you're looking, you know, to, to turn $4 into a million, like Memphis said, like, I, I feel like at one point, this guy's just going to have like three catches for two touchdowns and seven yards and, but he's going to be dirt cheap. So you're going to put him into your DFS lineup and, you know, get all the chalky guys too. Um, but yeah, this, this Patriots defense, uh, though they're not what they've been in the past, they are still good against the tight end. And you know, if we're looking at game script here, I think the I think the Ravens are going to be able to have their way with the Patriots on the ground. And look, you know, the Ravens don't throw the ball enough to justify Andrews being like this top three tight end, especially right now. Um, so yeah, those are the reasons why I would you know be off Andrew. Andrews a little bit this week?
0: You can count on your hands how many games Mark Andrews has over 60 yards. I think it's seven or six in his whole career. So, you know, it's not – he's a touchdown-dependent tight end. So And, you know, New England takes away tight ends. They eliminate them because they just hit them off the line of scrimmage as much as possible. So I like that as a sit of the week. Um, But going to that game, I have – Marquise Brown getting a long deep shot bomb from Lamar Jackson. I have this gut feeling in me that he's going to get a touchdown and it's going to be like an 80 yard slant or something that he takes to the house. And it's going to be like, Oh my God, Hollywood Brown's back. So Hollywood Brown is one of my starts of this week. And, right, uh, yeah. you know, maybe sit Lamar Jackson against new England. I don't know, but right. you're they're not good. Like, New England's not a good team offensively. So Lamar Jackson could be in there a lot more and he could have a good game, but Lamar Jackson has not been the QB two that we thought he was this year. So I, I'm not sure that he's going to have a great game against new England at new England.
2: It'll be interesting. Um, That's one where I could see it going either way. I could see Baltimore getting up early with, you know, maybe, maybe Lamar tosses one to Hollywood, uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe the running backs, you know, all three of them could have a touchdown by the end of the first half. Lamar could have, you know, a very mediocre game, and then they take the foot off the gas pedal. If they bring it back to, you know, Baltimore of 2019, and they stay, you know, foot on the gas pedal, then then I, I could see Lamar rushing, having a big game on the ground because this Patriots defense, they talk about on the uh, the GM shuffle a lot how slow, young, and not not athletic this uh, Patriots defense is right now. Yeah. And that I think that Lamar Jackson, this offense, the speed of it, um, will just give them a lot of trouble.
0: Now let's touch on an injury before we sign off. Is Chris Carson going to play this week?
2: Oh, my God. Does it matter?
0: He's going to have a good game if he plays.
2: I know. It does. But but the question is, will he come back and resume his full workload?
0: Yeah. That's a big if, because DJ Dallas has looked good. Um, yeah, that's all we have for you guys for the FlexCast. cast. We gave you a quarterback, we gave you some running backs, we gave you some wide receivers and some tight ends. Do with it what you may, but mm-hmm. you know we're gonna use it, and we're gonna because we wouldn't be giving you advice that we wouldn't do ourselves. So with that, we're gonna sign off, and you guys have a good day. Later.
2: Later, guys. I broke my back.
0: What do you mean by that? Your broken... back is broken. What? Po- uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion?
1: Spinal.